Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. I want to, I know I usually don't do episodes on Wednesdays, but I just really wanted to take the time to use this episode because today is a special day. It's actually my father's birthday. And those of you that know uh, my story or know me personally, you know that my father passed away in 2016. And uh, today is his birthday. He would have been 69 years old. And so I want to be able to honor and explain some things that I wish I would have known and I would have did differently and this is not in a shaming way or regret regretful way because I know that there's a lot of shame and guilt that lies behind the could have would have should have but I want to share this in hopes that I can encourage you if you have somebody that's struggling no matter what you say or do to them they don't seem to get the picture right like I want you to be able to use this episode as a way of encouraging you um, and being able to shift your perspective about where that person's really at, right? Like it's about really de- uh, understanding and developing that empathy and compassion for somebody because we were once in that place too, right? And it's really hard once we start changing our lives to be able to see other people in that light because we're like, well, we did it. Why can't you? Not understanding that there could be a much deeper rooted issue for why they can't do it, right? But just allowing them to know that it's possible. So, that's what I want to use this episode for, and uh, I really hope that this helps you, especially with the shifting of, you know, of our understanding and trying to help us be more loving and compassionate for those that are hurting, especially our family members. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Mom's Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faithlet mom of two beautiful babies engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, What's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. I said today's episode is going to be in honor of my dad, right? So I just felt in my heart to do this episode. Today's his birthday, uh, February 2nd, right? And it's just interesting that all the numbers today, as of today, is 2-2-22, right? So, (laughs) but anyways, I just, uh, I was thinking about him, right? And I think about him all the time, but like on his birthday especially, because today's his birthday and then tomorrow's my sister's and like they would always celebrate together, right? So I understand that. A lot of stuff has changed since he's gone to be with the Lord, right? And I just had this different shift in mentality and understanding and, you know, with experiences you know, sometimes come a lot of maturity and, uh, and sometimes it could also take you the opposite way. Right. And so of course, when he passed away, there was a lot of confusion, you know, a lot of confusion, a lot of anger, a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of, um, a lot of suppressing. I felt like almost like this betrayal, right? Like I didn't get that chance to 
fix our relationship, right? And uh, today I'm starting to get that understanding that that's not true. I had the opportunity to be able to do some amazing things. Before he passed away, he actually, for one, got to see me get clean, right? For two, um, I got to let him see like me still overcoming my life and and doing things like before he passed away he was he had already gotten the news that he was going to pass in his honor i I made the decision to step back in the ring right because i was like i want to fight and i want to win this championship for him right and i know that there was a lot of mental challenges going on at that time for me to step in you know he we didn't know how much more time we had with him and i stepped in and i trained hard and i won a golden gloves championship right and i honored and presented it to him and i said that i fought in honor for him right so like just little things like that that i got to do that meant a lot to me but i know it meant a lot to him and there's one thing that i know is that like he was always proud of me right and and uh in anything that i did and <laughs> he was just hilarious and how he would forget stuff but i know that he tried the best he could right to remember everything that i would tell him but i wanted us to start off because i think that there comes a lot of pain right when we have a parent or we have a loved one that's suffering and it's hard for us to grasp it because we're just like, why can't you just stop? You know, we, we want them to stop and, and, you know, in no way is this allow like condoning their behavior. But I also want to like shift your perspective really quick that don't you think that if they could stop that they would, right? Like, do you think that if your mom or your dad could stop doing drugs or if they could stop, you know, drinking all the time that they would? Like, I really don't think anybody just chooses to want to have this addiction and not do anything about it right like they don't choose to just want to get loaded and, and never as a kid that they say i want to grow up and be an addict right or i want to grow up and throw my life away in you know in this active addiction like nowhere in our life do we ever decide that we want to do that right and i want to and i also want to say that when i say addiction i'm talking about alcohol i'm talking about everything right because we tend to just tie addiction to drugs and a lot of us exclude ourselves from that right and i know for the longest time i was like well i'm not putting needles in my arm i don't think i'm an addict but i saw the behaviors manifesting in the other drugs i was using right and it was only a matter of time that that could have been me right so i start thinking about things of like i stopped trying to separate myself and but i also am learning that my dad did the best he could with what he had and even when he had passed away there was still a lot of anger a lot of like i said confusion and uh you know because his death did was a result of his drinking right and so a lot of the pain came in when it was like well, why couldn't he just stop right that's what i remember telling myself was like why couldn't he have just stopped for us like he left so soon he was only 63 years old right and um and I hadn't even had children at the time, you know, and so there was just a lot of anger and confusion, right? And then like fast forward, you know, we're here in 2022 and, you know, I'm a mom of two beautiful babies and, you know, I have my family and um, I have a beautiful relationship with the, with all my family, right? And, and my friends and I'm in this recovery process and I started having this understanding of like, man, like, even with the circumstances he was in, even though he didn't have a father growing up, even though, right, he didn't have those, like, mentors, right, in his life, like, he still did the best he could with what he had, right? Like, he still was in my life all my life, right? And uh, and even though I know he struggled, like, I wish that I would have had more comp compassion for him and more understanding about what he was really going through, right? Because it's hard for us to put ourselves in somebody's shoes, especially if that's not something you struggle with, right? Or like you just don't get it. Like for you, it's like, well, I mean, why can't they just stop, right? Because you see other people that can. And I'm here to tell you that for one, um, when I when I made the decision to stop, 
I didn't just stop and that was it. Like, the part of my story is there's many relapses behind that, right? Like, there was a lot of struggling. There was a lot of not being able to go a day without or, you know, and I would pick right back up or I even went almost a whole year just not, like, drinking and then I went right back to it, right? Like, I couldn't I couldn't stop, you know? And I struggled a lot. Like, I, I was really hard on myself because... I kept relapsing and I was like, well, how are other people doing it? And I can't, you know, and then I started when I did get the understanding. Right. And I told you in my story that somebody told me the reason you can't stop is because you don't give yourself a chance for the feelings to pass. Right. And I realized, too, that like if for me it was all behind my feelings. Right. Like imagine what other people are going through, right? Like, do you think that they just want to suppress their feelings if they're having good feelings all the time? Right. Like if we're in a place where we're feeling good within ourselves, like chances are we're not going to want to just go and decide to go stick a needle in our arm or go drink our pain away right like there's a reason behind why we use and why we try to suppress what we're feeling and again using coming in any form I don't care what it looks like for you or for your family like they're using something to change how they feel because they're trying to escape their reality and so now being you know in this recovery process and my dad not being here being a parent like I understand from a parent's perspective that we always want to give our kids better than what we have, right? And we always want to be better so that we can give our kids a better life. And of course, in that process, we still fall short, right? Like even though I don't do drugs or I don't do anything that I did before I had my children, I fall short in a lot of other areas, right? And so same thing like with our parents, like I understand today that they did the best they could with what they had and they had a really hard life growing up, right? But again, how can we do something different now? Like just changing that atmosphere. But another thing that I feel that's lacking is compassion, right? Empathy for other people as well. Not really like being forgiving and us being hard on people because they just don't stop. I think if they may, they could stop, they would, you know? And I, I, I know that. I know that they, they would stop if they could, right? And it's hard for some people, especially, you know, the truth is, especially for some people that are even older, right? And it's not, it's not an excuse. I'm just saying it's harder for some people that have been set in their ways for so long to change because it's fearful to them right especially they've never had anybody in their family um stop using or get clean like that's hard for some people right so i i can only imagine uh how hard it must have been for my father you know and so i know that i spent a lot of time being resentful for with him even when he was here but like I've forgiven myself for a lot of that, right? Because I didn't have the understanding that I do today, right? I didn't have the maturity, the spiritual maturity that I do today to be able to know that my dad was struggling and that he it hurt him just as much as much as it hurt me that he couldn't stop, you know? And so and I remember having conversations with him about it and I remember him trying to tell me that he wanted to stop. And uh, when I had stopped, right, because I remember I had stopped drinking for like a year at one point and I would get upset with him because he wouldn't stop. And see, I was lacking that compassion, right? I was lacking that empathy because I was trying to make him think like, well, I can do it. Why can't you, you know? And today it's like, man, you know, there, there was a lot of things I had to do to be able to get that freedom from wanting to stop using, right? Like today I understand that I had to do a lot of inner work. I had to do a lot of healing because there was a lot of uh, trauma and there was a lot of wounds from my past right and so I know that I used a lot because I wanted to suppress the way that I felt and I don't even know all his story like I know a lot about his life but I can only imagine right at 63 years old I mean gosh you know he I know he had a hard life right so again it's not like making excuses for anybody's using because I know I, I know 
that anybody has the ability to stop anybody anybody does but in their process how are we treating them right like maybe again you have a family uh, loved one uh, maybe it's somebody that you're with or a child which i can't even imagine right must be painful and uh and so i'm i want to just you know give you some tips for encouragement like if you know for one of them i just want to tell you that you know love them where they're at the two most powerful things you can do for somebody that's struggling is prayer and love and if i could have taken back something i would have did, did that i could have did differently i would have did that right and again i'm not doing it in a way to like shame or condemn myself or like because we it's hard for us to operate out of loving of love and loving somebody when we're operating out of a place of shame right or guilt and i've had to overcome a lot of those things of shame and guilt because um i carried those with me for a long time i i carried a lot of guilt and shame uh when my dad passed away because i felt i didn't treat him well right and uh and so there was other things too that i carried with me and i couldn't see from a lens of shame and guilt because everything around me was saying that i wasn't doing it for the right reasons you know so when we're operating out of a place of love and we're loving people where they're at like there's so much power that comes behind that right because we truly want the best for them and a lot of the times you know what they're just not ready like think about when you stop like were you i know i didn't do it because my family told me to i know i didn't do it because you know society or people in my life were telling me that i had a problem i know i wasn't doing it and i wasn't doing it because my life was becoming unmanageable and i was hitting spiritual emotional and mental bottoms i know it wasn't that yet right like i was ready so the pain was great enough for me, right? Like I really had to hit a deep, deep bottom that was like, I'm ready now. You know, I'm tired of living this way. Like it didn't happen because other people told me to, right? And so that's another thing I had to understand is like, if somebody could, they would, but also like, a lot of the times they just may not be ready, right? And that's out of our control. This is why we pray for people. And this is why we turn it over because, you know, God's doing some can do something that we can't do right and by turning it over to him it gives the opportunity for you know for God to do what he does right and like be able and those people will have their experiences another thing that I learned is that us as family members or us as the closest loved ones we just may not be that messenger of hope for them right like we may just not be that person like they may not get that message through us they may get it from a random stranger like I did right they may just get it from a random stranger that just tells them that they believe in them and that they can do it too, right? And so that's what happened for me. Like, I know my family loved me and they've always supported me. And I know I've always had people that have encouraged me, but it wasn't, they weren't the messengers. Like, they were not the ones that could shift my mindset. The ones that shifted my mindset were the strangers that told me, that there was something different out there and that I didn't have to die from my drug using, right? Or that I didn't have to let my active addiction take over and take my life. That's where the hope came in. So again, what I would have did differently, I would have prayed for my dad. I would have loved him where he was at. I would have made myself more available. I would have told him that he wasn't alone and that I could identify with the feelings, right? Because like I said, I got clean at the time. Uh, and so I started having some understanding. So that's what I would have did differently, right? I would have let him know that his feelings are valid and that, that he wasn't alone, right? I wouldn't have been so condemning about his decisions. Like I would have just wanted to be that daughter that loved him and maybe through love something could have shifted, right? And again, I'm not saying like I'm not going to live in the past, but maybe you need to hear this for your future, right? Maybe you have somebody still in your life that you wish you could do things differently. Like I would have... 
I, I would just love them where they're at, right? I would have that compassion for them because I know today that if somebody could do the best they could, they would, right? And sometimes we're, the shift that's happening is starts within us, right? Like I know that God is doing work in us because we can't change other people, but what can we change about ourselves, right? What can we change about our mindset and about the way we feel and act towards people even when people aren't doing what we want them to do, right? Like how can we shift the atmosphere for ourselves and for other people, right? And so I think that that's the work that's really being done in us when we have somebody that is not living the way that we think they should, right? And and I think that that's where we can become better people and we can really change others when we're showing them love rather than telling them what they're doing wrong, right? Yeah, that's just all, you know, again, I want to honor my dad. I want to wish him happy birthday, right? And he's, uh, he was, he was such a funny guy. Oh my God, he, he was hilarious. But, you know, I know that, um, I know that he's definitely proud, right? And, and, and you know what? I'm proud of him. You know, I'm proud of him for everything that he did and for everything that uh, he overcame to be able to be in our lives and do what he did with what he had, right? With the mentoring and the parenting he had, right? Or lack of. And so um, I'm just grateful. You know, I'm grateful for where I'm at today. And uh, and I know that through somebody's pain and through a painful process, there's always some light and glory on the other side. And so I've been able to shift my perspective and it's, um, it's taken some time. It's taken a lot of work. It's taken a lot of healing. I've cried a lot, been angry. I've been resentful and, uh, and I've had this self pity for a long time. Right. And, um, and the truth was that like, there was a lot of growth happening, right? Those were growing pains. And so God was doing some work in me that I didn't even realize. Right. And so you may be in that process too. And I just want to encourage you that, uh, there's hope on the other side, right? And so anything that you go through, there's always going to be the best thing you get out of it is experience, right? And you get to help others with that. So that's what I got for y'all today. And I hope you have a wonderful day and be on the lookout for tomorrow's episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Have a good day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.